Hello and welcome to DC Debrief. The number one podcast in the world. Across the span of the year, we aim to expand our reach to students and staff and bring you the content that you love. At Debrief, we discuss everything from current affairs to movie reviews. Today's episode covers an incredibly mysterious, complex, and at times possibly controversial topic, conspiracies. From common questions about the creation of the pyramids and the Bermuda Triangle to speculation around the real cause of coronavirus and the suspicious circumstances of Princess Diana's death, this has it all. I hope you enjoy this episode, one that aims to entertain, enthrall and capture your imagination. Join Isabella, Rania, myself and Azka as we're here to delve into some of the most fascinating conspiracies of all time. Of all the so conspiracy in, theories folks, that litter the internet, the Flat Earth Conspiracy is quite possibly the most curious. After all, the ancient Greeks figured out the planet's shape and even its circumference in the 3rd century BC. The leading flat earther theory holds that the earth is a disk within the arctic circle in the centre and Antarctica, an 150 foot tall wall of ice around the rim. NASA employees, they say, guard this ice wall to prevent people from climbing over and falling off the disk. Furthermore, earth's gravity is an illusion, they say. Objects do not accelerate downward, instead the disk of Earth accelerates upward at 9.8 metres per second squared, driven up by a mysterious force called dark energy. Currently, there is a disagreement among flat earthers about whether or not Einstein's theory of relativity permits Earth to accelerate upward indefinitely without the planet eventually surpassing the speed of light. As for what lies underneath the disk of Earth, this is unknown, but most flat earthers believe it is composed of rocks. Other flat earthers believe that the surface of the earth is completely flat, that there is no such thing as a mountain. They're just optical illusions caused by light refracting of all the mind-altering chemicals in the air. Or that, in truth, everyone is breathing in a potent mix of hallucinogens that are constantly in the air around us, and these cause us to perceive buildings and tall things where there are none. One infamous theory is the origin of the Pyramids of Giza. Historians believe that ancient Egyptians built pyramids with ramps buttressed by mud bricks. However, there are plenty of skeptics with opposing theories. One idea is that aliens built the pyramids. Theorists say that it wouldn't have been possible for humans to make them back then. The pyramids are over 4,500 years old. Back then, engineering was essential and the task of assembling these was extraordinary. Take the Great Pyramid, for example. It is nearly 500 feet tall and has a total mass of over 6.5 million tons. Given the basic knowledge back then, the job looks impossible for humans. Plus, the Great Pyramid's location is important to theorists. Not only do the three buildings align with the stars in Orion's belt, but they also have telling coordinates. The geographic coordinates for the Great Pyramids itself are 29.9792458 degrees north. The speed of light is also precisely 299,792,458 meters per second. Alien researchers see this as proof, precision when it comes to measuring the speed of light, and was honed by man in the 1950s, so the ancient Egyptians couldn't have known about it. The speed of light is central to the theory of time travel. The theory goes that aliens from the future travelled back in time and built the pyramids at 29.9792458 degrees north on purpose. As something of a clue, perhaps. Also, in 2020, Elon Musk tweeted, aliens built the pyramids, obviously. 
While his tweet might not convince many, it does provide extra fuel for the already fiercely burning debate. Scientists and researchers were working and continued to work around the clock for coronavirus answers, but science is slow and methodical. So far-fetched explanations about how the outbreak started began filling the vacuum. One of the first versions of the theory claimed that it was no coincidence that 5G technology was trialled in Wuhan, where the pandemic began. This is incorrect, as 5G was already being rolled out in several locations. Some claim that the coronavirus crisis was deliberately created to keep people at home, while 5G engineers installed the technology everywhere. Others insist that 5G radiation weakens people's immune systems, making them more vulnerable to the infection by COVID-19. Another mutation of the 5G conspiracy theory asserts that 5G directly transmits the virus. These different 5G stories are often combined with other COVID-19 conspiracy theories into a toxic cocktail of misinformation. People are persistent in saying that 5G is linked to COVID because they both had similar release dates in December 2019 in Wuhan, China. However, no evidence proves that 5G directly causes COVID, so the majority of people believe in science and look down on the 5G people because they all have multiple chromosomes. It's too big to be true. The science is confusing. But the World Health Organization, noting decades of research, has found no significant health risks from low-level electromagnetic fields. Daily, we are surrounded by smart devices. Smartphones, smart homes, smart cities, and even artificial intelligence are near in inevitable. We have created the Internet of Things, where wireless reigns king. We are out of balance with nature. While this has been apparent for some time, we are only beginning to understand the price that will be paid. The Bermuda Triangle is located in the western part of the North Atlantic Ocean. It is roughly surrounded by Miami, Bermuda and Puerto Rico. The legend and history of the Bermuda Triangle. Speculation about the Bermuda Triangle or the Devil's Triangle began during Christopher Columbus's time in 1492. He reported that a great flame of fire crashed into the sea in that area one night and a few weeks later an unidentified bright light was seen in the distance. He also acknowledged erratic compass readings during his time in that area. However, the mysterious behavior only came to the public's attention when the Navy cargo ship USS Cyclops, one of the US's largest Navy fuel ships with 300 passengers aboard, went missing in the Bermuda Triangle in 1918. What was strange was that the captain never sent out a distress signal and nobody aboard responded to any of the radio calls that were sent out from hundreds of ships in the vicinity. There are unexplained circumstances that have occurred during cases of disappearances, one of which some pilots of the U.S. Navy became disoriented, disoriented whilst flying over the area, after which the planes were never found. During 1945 and 1991 alone, there were over 100 disappearances in the area. One story goes that aliens used the Bermuda Triangle as a portal to our planet. There, they gather the people and technology they need to conduct their research on our species. This theory explains why many of the ships and planes that go down in the Bermuda Triangle are never recovered. Furthermore, the Bermuda Triangle is one of the two places on Earth where a compass will point to the true north instead of the magnetic north. While true north is the fixed point where lines of longitude converge on a map, magnetic north is constantly shifting. It's the point on Earth's surface where its magnetic field points directly downwards. The difference between the two is called declination, and all trained ship and airplane pilots know how to account for it when charting their course.
Another idea is that the velocity of Atlantis was somehow responsible for the shipwrecks and plane crashes in the Bermuda Triangle. Since then, others have piled onto this theory, arguing that technology developed by Atlanteans, including crystal energies, is still active on the seafloor, causing mechanical malfunctions in the boats and planes above. The biggest flaw in this theory, of course, is that Atlantis isn't real. Or is it? Or could the Bermuda Triangle be a portal to another space and time? A wormhole? A pilot by the name of Bruce Gernon says it is. He quotes, I didn't believe in time travel or teleportation until it happened to me. The pilot alleges that a fog surrounded my craft and I leapt ahead a hundred miles. Don't believe it? Luckily, Gernon documented what happened and memorized every detail of that flight, publishing a book about his experience in 2017. The most famous case of the Bermuda Triangle is that of Flight 19 on December 5, 1945. Military torpedo bombers, nicknamed Ironbirds, departed for Florida at around 2.10 p.m. for a routine training mission. The planes had been checked before, and before the mission, and the weather was reported as favorable. The five planes carried 14 men. Shortly after completing their training, the captain became lost in the area, we now know as the Bermuda Triangle. This was before GPS, so the captain and his pilots relied heavily on compasses, both of which were malfunctioning, and an emergency signal was picked up by a control tower in which the captain could be heard. We can't find West. Everything is wrong. We can't be sure of any direction. Everything looks strange, even the ocean. Then, the last transmission came from the captain. We can't make out anything. We may be about 225 miles northeast of the base. It looks like we're entering white water. We're completely lost. Conspiracy theories have dominated conversations past midnight since Shane Dawson started his channel. But there's always been some hint of sensibility. The moon landing was fake. Elvis Presley's alive and well. Princess Diana's murder. But birds aren't real. The idea has obliterated all sense of rationality, creating a way for a new wave of talk. The birds aren't real conspiracy has over a million dedicated followers believing that a large population of pigeons and crows are government surveillance drones. The founder, Peter McIndoe, took the streets of Memphis and Hollywood, protesting against birds purely as satire to show how easy it is to fall into herd mentality. I'm angry, I'm here to protest. McIndoe yelled while faking his protest. Wake up, America, birds are not real, they're a myth, they're an illusion, thank you for your time. However, while McIndoe was protesting purely for the joy of it, some of his believers leaned towards extremist views. The movement spread from billboards to bumper stickers to bringing birds aren't real signs against the Kansas Jayhawks mascot for men's basketball. From believing that when feeding a seagull, the seagulls bring your food back to the Pentagon for DNA harvesting and testing, to planned protests outside Twitter headquarters in hopes they drop their logo, we can all agree this conspiracy has progressed into a movement with slogans such as if it flies it spies and birds can recharge on power lines or CNN is pro-bird. Now in this argument not all birds are drones but a large population of them are. We might be living in a world where robotic drones are rising the ranks where six billion robotic birds are watching us every day. Some birds are drones from the government used to spy on civilians and rivaling countries, most of those with nukes, for their political gain. And so, the age-old question arises, 
How much privacy is too much privacy? These drone birds could aid in reporting crimes from city life to the outskirts of the countryside, ensuring safety for the masses. However, let's take a real-life situation where invading privacy has benefited millions and will make history. Scientists have developed the COVID-19 vaccine at record speed, rushing to immunise the populace. Although personal health records were breached, without invading medical privacy, the vaccine could have taken years or even decades to successfully develop possibly leaving thousands dead and millions hospitalised during the time it would have taken to create it. Therefore, it is evident that intruding on, per on privacy for scientific research with a reason could benefit society. However, we must recognise the damage which could do, which could materialise if placed in the wrong hands. So, will you sit there letting government drones big brother you? Or will you stand up with Peter McIndoe and report on Twitter? Well, this is it from us here on DC Debrief. We hope you enjoy this episode all about conspiracies. We hope there was something that interested you or that you find out something new. Thank you so much for tuning in to our second episode of Debrief. We'll catch you later. This has been Asuka, Kumars, Rania and Isabella. We would also like to take a moment to thank our team who has made this episode possible. A massive thank you to Aditi, Mariam, Aaron, Kehoe and Isha for all their hard work on this release of DC Debrief. And a special thank you to Ms. Ruddle and Ms. McGuire who have made DC Debrief possible. Thank you again for listening in. See you soon.